Did Santa bring you what you wanted? Did you find out that maybe you weren't as good of a boy or girl that you thought you were the past year? Maybe you got some coal in the stocking? <laughs> no. Hey, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas on this Christmas Day 2019 as we enter the last week of the year. One week from today, we'll be in 2020. Kind of wild. Hard to believe it's already 2020. Seems like uh, just yesterday we were all worried about Y2K. A lot of things to talk about this morning. Good morning. This is, Well, it's morning when I'm recording. You may be listening to this in the afternoon, middle of the night, whatever, going down the road in a truck. Glad to have you regardless, but uh, we have a lot of things to talk about today. And this is the uh, Freight Broker TV podcast. My name is Mike. I'm your host. And getting right into it, let's uh, turn our attention to truckstop.com. You've heard me talk about them before, but uh, if you haven't heard, they have they have become a victim of malware. That's uh, what a post on their Facebook page stated. They've been working around the clock to restore service and will continue to do so until they are fully operational. Now, this was announced on Monday. Two days ago. The attack reportedly occurred on Thursday night or Friday morning. As of Monday morning, the company was still trying to determine whether or not any customer information has been breached. All right, that concerns me. Thursday or Friday, they don't realize it till Monday, which I guess maybe. But they don't know to the extent of what the problem is. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is simply because if you have an account with truckstop.com, well, you may want to check your account. You may want to call Truckstop. Matter of fact, here's the phone number. 888-777-5543. Truckstop's been around since 95. This is the first time. It may not have been, but this is the first time I've heard about them ever having any type of security issue. But what I'd be more concerned about is, well, they got ITS. And uh, that's a, a freight broker software, TMS for freight brokers. If their system was breached and you're using ITS, that your whole customer base has been exposed. Not to scare you, not to worry you. I would, I'd be surprised really if there's somebody in transportation industry that were hacking the uh, truckstop.com, but you never know. Usually they're going after people's identities. Know what I mean? All right, just wanted to get that out of the way. Now, this is the FBTV podcast. Uh, if you've been watching our YouTube channel, maybe you've tuned into the brand new FBTV radio that is available now. We do a live broadcast every Friday morning, 10 a.m. Central Time. Go to our website, FreightBrokerTV.com, and go to the radio page. You put your mouse on the radio button, and it will give you an option 
to go to the archives or the live radio. Go to live radio. Up in the top right, and you'll see this on every page on our website, we have the radio player. It's You can't miss it. It says FBTV Radio. Click the play button. On uh, Friday mornings, 10 a.m. Central Time, we will be live. And on the FBTV uh, radio page, FreightBrokerTV.com, the radio page, uh, there is a chat area. So if you've got questions, you you you, you want to participate uh, in the show, you're able to do so by, well, using the chat. Fair enough. And we'll be, and we'll probably be utilizing Twitter too. We just got to work on that a little bit, figure it out. Uh, now, what else? Oh, okay. Yeah, what was what I was getting at, we kind of have a schedule. We tentatively putting this thing together. In the past, yeah, we'd be pretty much uh, on, what, uh, Tuesdays we were posting videos, Thursdays the podcast. Well, now that we've added the FBTV radio, the live broadcast, we have now went to uh, videos on Monday, podcast Wednesday, and the live radio on Friday. So, give you a heads up on that. Now, podcasts, as far as that goes, we're pretty much on uh, your favorite podcast app. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn. Now, the Freight Broker TV podcast, we have two podcasts going right now. We have the Freight Broker TV, which is this podcast, which you may have been listening to. Now, if you want to uh, uh, listen to the live radio, we've we are archiving our live broadcast uh, on the FBTV radio as a podcast. So, if you missed the live, uh, obviously you can go to our website, listen to it via the archives. But, uh, you know, if you want to listen to it going down the road without having the internet open or anything like that as far as a website, uh, the uh, FBTV radio podcast is available now. And you're going to find that uh, using your favorite app, okay, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, whatever. But that podcast, you'll find it at FBTV radio if you're doing a search trying to find it. Okay, makes sense. All right, now, this next thing, until the truck stop story came up, this is unbelievable. And you really got to see the pictures. I'm going to give you the website to where you can go in there and <laughs> look at these pictures in a minute, if you wish. But this is really wild. I mean, severely wild. Now, this happened in Canada. Now, this is just a... Oh, surely it's a... I was going to say a dually pickup, but it's not even a dually pickup. Holy smoke. It's just a short bed pickup. I don't know if it's a Dodge. Uh, what is that? No, it's a Chevy, it looks like. Looks like a Chevy pickup. A standard pickup. Pulling a 53-foot trailer. This happened in Ontario. Cops pulled him over. <laughs> they took take, uh, pictures. He has rigged up. It looks like he's got a dolly. You know, a doubles dolly. And he's uh, rigged it up so he can attach it to the uh, uh, receiver hitch, the trailer hitch, on his pickup truck. And he's got a safety chain. He's even got uh, 
airline running to it. You'd have to have airlines running to it. Well, you wouldn't have to, I guess. You know, if he uh, opened the brakes up on the uh, uh, on the uh, on the uh, trailer, <laughs> but uh, this is unbelievable. Obviously, you got a ticket. Not the smartest thing in the world to do. And to be honest with you, I'm thinking, well, you know, it may not even, no, you know, with that dolly up there and the wheel under it, it, he's just pulling weight. There's really nothing pushing down on his truck. The dolly's pushing his truck down. You can look at the uh, rear end of the truck and see that. But there, there's comments. People are making comments about this. And uh, the guy was smart enough. Here's one comment from Wayne. It says the guy was smart enough to build a brake system, pull the trailer, you had to get pulled over because of that, because it wasn't behind a tractor. <laughs> well, you know, be honest with you, if I saw a pickup going down the road, pulling a 53-foot trailer, I would hope law enforcement would pull him over to find out what's going on because it's just, it's ingenious, giving credit for that, but maybe not the smartest thing he's ever done. <laughs> Pretty cool, though. If you want to look at the story, you can uh, go to cdllife.com. That's where the story is, uh, cdllife.com. And the picture's up there. You can see it. Look at it. It is uh, pretty wild. <laughs> Jiminy crickets. All right. We have, uh, I've been sitting here trying to decide which topic we're going to be talking about today as far as that will help your brokerage. And what, what I've been thinking about is... Occasionally, you are going to have something go wrong with the load. The driver's going to call you. They're going to be ticked off because as a broker, you're not only dealing with loads. You're not dealing with trucking companies. You're not only dealing with with uh, shippers. You're dealing with drivers and personalities and emotions if you are a driver or have ever been a driver, you know what I'm talking about. You know, you're out there on that in that truck on the road for weeks, sometimes months at a time, even days at a time, get under your skin after a while. But it don't take a lot to really turn you into that evil creature. <laughs> you know, if you've been if you've been actually uh out there on the road and as a driver and and you expect that next load to be the one that gets you home that's what you've been promised and then all of a sudden you get the dispatch on the load that's supposed to take you home and it's taking you someplace else not home that that's a heartbreak you know it can really cause a driver to do weird things another thing too is you know that driver's out there on that truck and this being christmas day you know, this is the one holiday of the year that most trucking companies, well, pretty much all of them, try to get their drivers home. This is the one holiday where all the trucks pretty much get home. But there are some drivers that weren't able to get home that wanted to get home. They just weren't able to do it. And they're out there on that road today. But believe me, if they got a family, they got kids, they're feeling it. Those emotions are... Uh, pretty high and once you know that when they found out they weren't going to be home on christmas day which they found out probably 
earlier in the week. You can imagine how that emotion was. So you got to take this stuff into consideration. You really do. You know, some drivers are out there on the road and, and their significant other decides this is the time I'm going to break up or tell him or her I'm getting a divorce or whatever it might be. You know, things like that happen. And this can really affect you. You know, if you're a driver out there on the road, it can really make the wheels turn in your head that don't need to be turning. Now, as a broker, occasionally you're going to have to deal with this kind of thing. Occasionally, you are going to get a driver that's maybe a little mouthy. And, and hey, when I was driving, I did it too. I can't tell you the times I got totally mouthy with my dispatcher. I had to call him back the next day and apologize or later that day and apologize. Because it wasn't their fault. They just happened to be the wrong person on the other end of the telephone when I blew up. Now, this is going to happen. And I'm not saying you have to sit back and let somebody walk on you. But you need to sit back, take a deep breath, and kind of put yourself in their shoes for a minute. You you don't know what's going on. You know, they just may have got bad news from home. They The load they're having to pull for you may be the load that was supposed to take them home, but your load isn't. They're, they're kind of upset and probably have a right to be more times than not. I know, you know, you, whenever I got upset with my dispatcher or whatever, I, uh, you know, I took it out on them. There, there was nothing to be done about it. I mean, I, I, you just blow up. That's that's just the way it goes. And if you're a driver, you've probably experienced this before with the, talking to a dispatcher, a broker, or somebody. But anyway, that's that's besides the point. How do we handle it? Well, I'm going to tell you a story that happened to me. And sometimes you just got to hold their hand. You got to take a deep breath. Understand what they're going through. Try to talk them through it. I had moved a load one day. It was a load of soda pop. And it was going out to Nebraska, Iowa. I don't remember where it was going. Anyway, there was the uh, this driver. Single truck outfit. He had just got his own authority. Matter of fact, this was one of the first loads that this guy was hauling under his own carrier authority. He was proud as could be, man. I mean, proud as could be. He got to the destination. Let's keep in mind, this is summertime. He got to the destination, opened the doors of that trailer, and that's when he called me. This guy was literally about in tears. He calls and he tells me, hey, this whole load fell over. It was a, it was canned soda pop he was hauling. And it had shifted, it had fallen. He said there were cans all over the back of that trailer. And I can imagine, you know, you think 24 pallets of soda pop cans in the back of a trailer and they... they uh, they get thrown around and they uh, fall over and you got soda pop cans probably waist deep in the back of that trailer. And he said there, 
They're, you know, the cans are busted. There's soda pop dripping from the ceiling, dripping from the walls. It's just a mess. And he told me he's going to try to find a dump. So you can just trash it all. Start over again tomorrow. All right. Now, as a broker, we know that's the last thing we want to have happen. If the load doesn't complete, if it does not deliver, nobody gets paid. We don't make her money as a broker. If the load doesn't deliver, we don't get paid. So, I had to put myself in his shoes. I totally understood. In his mind, he was just going to file an insurance claim with it, let it go, and be done with it. But if he did that, he wasn't going to get paid. The customer's freight wasn't going to be delivered. And, and obviously, broker wasn't going to get paid. I wasn't going to make any money. So... I had to work with him. I had to hold his hand, so to speak, kind of talk him through it. Sometimes you're going to have to do this with the driver. You're going to have to help them get through whatever it is so they can see reality and, and kind of coach them on doing the right thing. All right. I tried to explain to him. I said, look, buddy, the last thing you want to do is file an insurance claim on this load. Okay. Uh, and I'll just tell you right now, if you go to a dump and you, you trash this load, you'll never be able to get another load from our brokerage again because you just bailed on it. And that's true. You know, who wants to work with a trucking company that's going to bail on your load for a sign of a problem? Now, this is a major problem, granted. But uh, still, he would have got a, uh, he would have been put on the no load list. Now, I explained to him as well, him being a new trucking company with his brand new authority, you know, one of the first loads, and he's got a, a full truckload insurance claim. His rates would probably go up, his premiums would, if not, his policy would be canceled totally for having a claim like this. I went on to explain to him, I said, look, man, this can soda pop. You ever shook up a can of soda pop, pop it, you know, it sprays everywhere. You may only have, a, a you know, three or four cases back there that are busted. You know, the rest of it might be salvageable. Anyway, I got him calmed down by explaining this to him. And he was able to start seeing the big picture and that, yeah, probably dumping that wouldn't be the best idea he's ever had. <laughs> he's Right now, he's probably thinking, hey, getting him on authority wasn't the best idea I've ever had. But besides that, so he's sitting there and I've got him you know, to, to, to listen to me now. And he's, he's starting to, starting sanity. Well, I should say sanity is beginning to return. <laughs> okay. So I had it in the back of my head. Where's he at? Because I knew there was still a potential for problem here. I needed this guy to get back there in that truck and restack it. But I knew even if he restacked it, got it all nice and neat, it was going to be sticky. And that was still cause for the receiver of the load to refuse it. So there was still a possibility, even if you restacked it, it was not going to be deliverable. It was going to be refused. That was on the back of my mind. But anyway, we had to get it restacked to take a chance. So I asked him, I said, in front of those loading docks where, you know, the docks where you were to unload, how much room is in front of those docks? And he told me, man, there's a football field. It goes on forever. I said, great. Uh, go ahead and pull out, you know, straight from those docks. You know, get out of the way, but straight from those docks so those people on the docks can see you back there in that trailer. 
restocking that product. He didn't argue with me. He just went with it. My, my idea was, and this is what I was hoping, that the people on the dock would watch this guy for the next three, four, five hours, however long it took, and have empathy on him. Feel bad, you know, seriously. You know, watch him out, him out there in the middle of the summer, a hot summer day, in the back of that hot trailer, restacking every single can of that soda pop back on those pallets. I was hoping they, they'd see him do that all day long, be watching him do that all day long, take pity on him, and receive the load. It took about four hours, and I got a call from him. This guy, his whole attitude had changed. He was so happy at this point. Mike, you're not going to believe it, man. There was only four cans of soda pop busted. Four cans. <laughs> but those four cans made a mess. You know, obviously. I mean, you shake up four cans in the back of a, uh, a trailer, a semi-trailer, and it's it's gonna you're gonna it's it's gonna be nasty. You know, period. But the thing was, yeah, the the soda, you know, probably not as much soda pop was on the uh, product as you know uh, outside the uh, good cans as could have been. But the thing was, the people did. They they watched him restack that all day. They felt for him, and they received the load. No claim, no damage. Everything went like clockwork. That guy got paid. Everybody was happy. The point of my story, the moral of this story, you got to sometimes talk them through it because. These drivers, and, and I understand that, that they are out there and they're feeling emotions. They're going through things that, you know, you're sitting behind a desk, you're talking on the telephone, you're sending out emails, you know, you're, you are climbing into your own bed at night. You know, you're waking up in your own bed. You're drinking your coffee, the coffee you made every morning. Okay, the... the those little things like that, the driver is missing. And believe me, those emotions and everything gets uh, exaggerated when you're out there on the road. Because going down that road, hundreds and then thousands of miles uh, a day, a week, a month, whatever, man, that, that old brain, it's just like that wheel in a hamster cage. It's just constantly turning. And sometimes you got to take a minute, take a breath, help these drivers get through those days. Okay. Hope that made sense. Hey, what to remind you, you know, we've been talking about this in the, uh, videos, podcasts, FBTB radio. Matter of fact, we're going to continue to talk about it. All the way through February. <laughs> Mid-America Trekking Show coming up uh, March 26th through 28th. Going to be in Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky, at the uh, Kentucky Expo Center. Now, why are we bringing this up? Well, it's pretty simple, actually. The uh, Mid-American Trekking Show has been going on since the early 70s. It's grown. It's pretty remarkable. If you're in transportation, trekking, uh, you really ought to make plans to attend. It's it's everything trekking, all things trekking. Going to have uh, newest products uh, that are available, educational seminars on a wide variety of trekking topics. Going to be plenty of entertainment, including live 
music, celebrity appearances, and we don't want to forget the PKY Truck Beauty Championship, the Mid-America Trucking Show, exactly what it is. <laughs> okay, now why are we talking about this? Well, until February 25th, you can register to attend for free, bottom line, okay? Uh, Registration is going to be free until February 25th. After that, it's going to cost $10 to attend. How do you register? Well, you go to truckingshow.com forward slash register. That is truckingshow.com forward slash register. Now, even if you're not sure if you're going to make it or not, because I know if I, if you're a driver, yeah, it, it's hard to plan things because, hey, you know, March 25th gets here. Man, you may be in Seattle, Washington. No way you're going to get back in time. But if you're going to be in the area, hey, I highly recommend stopping by. And that's the thing. It's free to register now, so register and if you're able to attend, great. You know, you, you won't have to pay that $10 entry fee. So get registered. Truckingshow.com register. Our subscriber on YouTube, slowly but surely growing. I think last check we had uh, 86, 87, something like that, 88. Trying to get it up there to 100. That's our first... It's our first milestone. When we get to 100 subscribers, we are going to then initiate our contest. Now, we don't know what those contests are going to be yet, but we're going to have some. We're going to have prizes. Matter of fact, in our prize vault, we already have prizes in value ranging from $15 all the way up to 700 bucks. To be able to win... To be able to participate in the upcoming contest, though, you got to be a subscriber. One of our YouTube subscribers. So, you know, if you are not, well, if you're using YouTube, yeah, click the subscribe button uh, to hear this podcast. Uh, if you're using one of your podcast apps, hey, that's fine. Uh, next time you're you're on the internet, go to our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is Freight Broker TV. If you can't find it, just go to our website at FreightBrokerTV.com. And up in the top right, you're going to see the YouTube icon. Just click that, and that'll take you right to the, uh, well, right to our YouTube channel. And you will be able to uh, get registered. Okay. Follow us on Twitter as well, FreightTV, at FreightTV, you'll find us. Let's see, what, what else is going on here? Had another trucking company go out of business. Going to bring this up. Not not like Celadon, but not as big as Celadon, I should say. Uh, that little terrible thing went on a couple of weeks ago. This is GDS Express out of Akron, Ohio. 75 drivers, 75 trucks. The reason we're bringing it up is because anytime a trucking company closes, there's always a reason behind that closing. Now, if 
we look closely at this one, we're going to be able to figure this out pretty quick. The company recruiting director, Mike Katie, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Mike. If not, I apologize. But uh, it's reported that he sent out the following message to the drivers via their communications. This is the message. It is with heavy heart, emphasis on heavy, fighting, anger, and tears that I send this message. Unfortunately, through mismanagement from ownership, GDS is closing our doors. And it goes on to say, thank you. Hey, we've been family. Had a good time. Good luck in the future. Also says, moving forward, if anyone needs help or a reference, you can contact him direct. Now, a couple of things here. Heavy heart. And the other thing, fighting anger. This guy's ticked off. And it looks like he's got every right to be. He's in the office. He knows what's going on. And it's obvious he knows ownership mismanaged the company, and that's the reason why it failed. GDS Express, founded back in 1990 by Jack Delaney. He was a former vice president at Roadway Express. He retired in 2010. His son formed GDS Express Group in 2014. Here we are five years later and their history. Mismanagement. You know, this is one thing a lot of people get into the freight broker industry. You know, they want to be a freight broker. A lot of people want to start off. And this goes for truck drivers, too. Matter of fact, we, I was talking about this the other day about, about uh, drivers becoming owner-operators, getting their own authority. If you're going to have your own business... It's going to take more than just knowing how to drive a truck. It's going to take more than knowing how to make a sales call. It's going to take more than knowing how to uh, get a truck to move a load. It takes business knowledge as well. You're operating your own business. You know, part of this, a lot of people, where a lot of people make a mistake, and it comes back to haunt them, is taxes, I-R-S, the I-R-S. <laughs> you know, I had a buddy of mine, he was in transportation, he was hot shot. And it's been several years ago, but he was talking, we was talking one day, he goes, Mike, <laughs> and I woke up this morning, and I was missing $10,000 from my checking account, my business account. I looked, sure enough, I-R-S, just reached right in, grabbed $10,000 out of his account, was not expecting it. Obviously, some back taxes involved there, but uh, they're not going to mess around. When they come after it, they come after it big time. So take some business classes. You know, there's even YouTube has uh, videos on business and things like that. It's pretty good to get an idea about business accounting practices, things like that. You know, start now. Start now so you'll be ready for the future later date. All right. Let's wrap this thing up. Don't want to keep you too long. It's Christmas Day. You got other things to do than listen to me. But I appreciate you letting me come in on your Christmas Day. Be part of it. Usually about now I say, hey, have a good have a good day unless you made other plans. Not today. Today, from all of us here at Freight Broker TV, our sponsor, Taltoa, T-A-L-T-O-A dot com. Our staff 
everyone here. May you and your family have a very Merry Christmas. Christmas.